Do you hate your dad? Or did your dad kidnap you? Do you like taking saltwater facials? Then you might be Baywatched. Welcome back to Baywatched. We're here for round three of season one. I am, uh, no. Sorry. Fuck, what? Nothing. What? Start again. Oh my gosh. I was going to say anything. What were we going to say? I'm just going to say for Heatwave, but it's too late. Oh, yes. The episode is called Heatwave. My name is Josh Carmody. I'm Carrie Coffin. And, uh, yes. So, third episode of Baywatch from season one. It's called Heatwave. Though, if you follow along with Wikipedia, it refers to the pilot as season zero. So, don't be confused by that. Mm -hmm. I always hate when they do that. Or, not season zero. Episode zero. I hate when they do that. Like, it's not real. It's not real. Yeah. It it doesn't count. (laughs) Yeah. Episode negative four. (laughs) (laughs) It's the TV movie. Yeah. Okay. The prequel, I don't know. So this episode opens on the most sleazy motel, and you know it's just going to be great. Oh, yeah. Sleazy motel. Uh, And somebody from Profile who appears to be Craig's twin in a bowl cut. (laughs) But before we see him, we see a guy who, like, looks like he's supposed to be a criminal. He, like has this sort of unshaven Italian he, man look. He's always disheveled. Yeah. He's a, the the tie is always a little bit undone. Yeah. Like, you know, he looks like he's one, like, hand forehead wipe away from, like, the comb over <laughs> being, like, off the other side and, like, hanging down to, like, his, hanging down the left side of his neck. God. Ugh. But yes, Craig's weird mullet twin. No, he had a bowl cut. Oh, he doesn't have a mullet. Cut. Yeah, he has like a weird bowl cut thing going on because it does really look like Craig from the side, but without yeah. the the feathered foof that goes up with <laughs> whatever the fuck Craig's got going on. Maybe it's Maybelline. Yeah, um, <laughs> Craig is the fugitive because, <laughs> oh, as we realize immediately afterwards, uh, this guy's like on the run. Yeah. Uh, and with a child. Yeah, who looks really small when he picks him up. From the hotel bed where he looks yeah. like he's sleeping and like carries him to his car, but yeah, when he first picked him up, I thought it was like a five-year-old yeah. or something like that. But then when he sets him in in the car, he's like well, eleven or something. Yeah, yeah. which uh, I was like, oh, it's the first science fiction episode. The the kid is growing super fast and oh, he's God. trying to find a cure. He needs <laughs> he needs to find Mitch Buchanan. Mitch, the, the, that his old lifeguard buddy of his will have a cure. Oh my God. The show basically gets that ridiculous as oh, we go on. Oh, like, I can't wait. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. He the he doesn't wake the kid up, but the kid like awakens because I think when he shuts his side of the car, he shuts the driver's side car door, and the yeah. kid wakes up. But the kid's so clearly just sitting there and opens his eyes like a <laughs> like a fucking Terminator, just like opens his eyes and turns his head and is like, "Where are we going, father?" <laughs> <laughs> Is it him? Yeah. It's okay. We'll be in LA by morning. In our in our extremely distinctive red station wagon, which we are clearly trying to sneak away from someone in. Yeah. Oh, you could never hide any. I don't think I've ever seen a red station wagon before. No, that was definitely, I mean, I'm pretty sure that was an aftermarket color. Yeah. It's like hot rod red. It's yeah. the most obvious thing. With red hubcaps. Very yeah. fancy. But, uh, but yeah, I did just really love uh, that kid. Mm. Be clearly being told by a director right beforehand, pretend 
you just woke up. And it's like, <laughs> now show me what you do. And it's like, it just, he's just a kid, so it's just like, well, I assume I do this, and just opens his eyes. Yes. It's like, okay, we got, <laughs> we only have so much tape. <laughs> T- tape's really expensive, you know. <laughs> it is we, the eight. We better, there's this episode is full of one shot like one take like yeah. they they didn't do another one and it's so funny because <laughs> tape is so fucking cheap so I, I just love the level of of non-commitment the some of it just looks like they were doing the blocking because people will just say a line uh in the most drab just oh, yeah. through a quick way in this episode and then and just exit stage left <laughs> i wonder if it was actually as hot as they kept saying it was on the radio and they were like we're done here I doubt it. I imagine it's just whatever the NBC's crunch time shooting schedule was. Because yeah, yeah. certain ones, I mean, you think, like, they don't always shoot it in order. They could have shot this, like, in between two big budget episodes. Mm. So it was just like, fuck it. Ah. <laughs> there is some pretty dumb, like, C, B-plot shit in this. Yeah. Like, the B-plot is mostly just a person talking to themselves. And the C-plot is... Uh, mostly people just looking at each other. Yes, <laughs> so just looking. Like a lack of dialogue and a lack of just like importance for 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 things to to a degree. Yeah. Um. So after that, we get to uh, Mitch at home cooking breakfast. The most bacon there ever was. He's so much bacon. I thought I thought it was too much when I thought it was like six strips, and I was like, he because he just seems like a person that isn't. Uh, gonna do that very you know be more health conscious yeah. uh, as a lifeguard and, I mean, and trying to be in shape but it is 1989 when they're like I don't know was this the era of eggs are good for you or eggs are bad for you Ooh. I don't remember which one came at which point where they were like eggs are so much cholesterol eggs are what's killing you it's not actually part of a good breakfast I feel and then it was like we're back to eggs being good again I think at that point it was eggs are bad for you but like I mean we are talking about a man who used hamburger as a football that is true as we and then we get into other things like in later seasons where he's really into bark's cream soda oh interesting and it's just i feel like as a lifeguard you would not consume that amount of bark's cream (laughs) soda and continue to lifeguard (laughs) let alone not have diabetes must have needed some product placement uh oh there's definitely yeah there's definitely product placement stuff later on and and copious cameos and things like that Mm. uh so yeah it was it it ended yeah so it ended up being way more bacon (laughs) than even i thought it was always complaining about uh air conditioning yeah not having air conditioning he's like because what does mitch say that there's we're on the beach we don't need air conditioning yeah like it's just not hot there (laughs) that seems so weird Having been on beaches, they are still quite warm. We have our fugitive yes. from the opening scene show up. Yeah, Mr. Uh, Red Station Wagon. Yes, Mr. Red Station Wagon shows up at the door. And surprise, surprise, like 70% of guest stars in this show, they are somebody who used to be friends uh, with Mitch back in back in the day. Oh, and back in the day. Mitch, it's... I, I always wonder how much he lived... Because it, he seems to have ninety-five other lives that have that he has been a part of <laughs> throughout the series, uh, and I guess shouldn't be jumping ahead too much as I, I'm just the one who has, has seen it. But it's always so funny that it's like going back to this season and going, "Oh yeah, they were doing that shit even then." So it just adds up more and more how many <laughs> people that were fucking passing through his life. 
and he was a Navy SEAL at one point. And oh, I, don't I forgot feel like, about that. Yeah, I don't feel like you do that quickly. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like a lot of his life was dedicated to that. Well, Fugitive shows up and just, like, comes on in and introduces their kids to each other and starts eating Mitch's bacon. Oh, wait. He has a nickname. Oh, he's Barracuda. Yes. And they used to call Mitch the Animal, the I think animal. is what it was. Which are awful nicknames. They are. It's true. <laughs> I, they never really explain why they called him the Barracuda, just that he did some, I don't know, like, yeah. surf thing? Who knows? I would have, yeah, it's always something to do with the water. It has to be. Yeah. You know? And they're too wholesome for it to be, like, real nasty things. It's like, <laughs> we called him the animal. He just wouldn't stop drugging and raping girls. <laughs> it was awful. It was, it was really heinous. So we called him the animal to shame him. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> we called him Barracuda because he would skulk around in shallow pools and bite on people's ankles. It's like, <laughs> Uh, so they get into talking about how, uh, Mitch is getting divorced. Yeah. Uh, he's like, yeah, I, well, he's there with his son, obviously. That yeah. is the kid from the beginning. But he's like, oh, no, I'm, I'm my wife isn't around because I'm getting divorced. And he goes, oh, I, I am too. Yeah, and I, Mitch looks real suspicious. Yeah, and he's like, I got the kid. Yeah. <laughs> I just rolled into town. <laughs> Yeah. No just, reason. Just rolled into town and I, I thought, yeah. you know, hey, let's go here. Okay. Yeah. But just the way that they're talking and setting this up sounds like it could be its own show. Just single dad crew. Yeah. Like he moves in. I guess that's like sort of uh, the plot of Full House a little bit. Yeah, it is a little <laughs> he, bit. Except just one of them has all of the children. Yeah. And it turns out that the look on Mitch's face, that suspicious look is is. Because I think this guy was sort of trying for that. He was like, oh, we don't really have a place to stay yet, and your place looks really big. Wow, it's so big in here. Well, first he does the really, like, passive-aggressive uh, backhanded thing of, well, I don't have a lot of money these days. Could you recommend a cheap place to stay? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, bud. Yeah, and then you can see Mitch going, aha, I hmm. knew it. Yeah. Um, so I believe after that we go to uh, Eddie, who's showing up. For his uh, shift on the beach. Yep. And there's a, a a young woman who happens to be sunbathing really close to his tower. And, really close. And facing him. So and she's like right next to the ramp laying on a blanket and yeah. facing him. And like absolutely covered in tanning oil. Like do you do you remember tanning oil or was it gone by the time you uh, were I definitely have watched lots of things. Like, I, I know what it is where people would use it yeah. to Enhance. Cook, the, cook themselves like a roast yes. chicken on the beach. It's deep it frying your body. It, yeah, it doesn't uh, It doesn't provide any protection from no. the sun at all. Well, and it's not supposed to. It's supposed to make you browner. Yeah. That's the point. And, and there, everyone it. is, like, really tan in this show. Yeah. To the point where there's times when there's, like, close-up on, like, hands, and you'll see the tan lines in between their fingers and oh, stuff yeah. like and it's like really intense or like on their on their feet um and even there's a point where hobie's like running down to the beach and that kid is way too fucking tan like <laughs> that kid clearly does not put sunscreen on he's so tan this yes. like little white boy <laughs> it looks like <laughs> looks like he's playing Mowgli and brown face oh my gosh <laughs> but yeah this girl and her lots and lots of oil and this is where the looking comes in. They just look at each other a bunch. Yeah, they never say anything. 
Yeah. They just sort of give each other looks. And those looks... <laughs> I'll get into it later. <laughs> but some of the looks that he gives her don't look happy oh, or yeah. interested. They all look upset and mm. for different, re- different yeah. reasons. But uh, our uh, our good old friend uh, Trevor from the, the club next door comes over and just shits on Eddie, shits on this girl because he's going on about how... Oh, uh, Eddie's like, oh, uh, you're going to have another fun day of pulling rich drunks out of the ocean? Oh, and yeah. he goes, hey, I'll worry about the the rich, like, high society people over here, and you worry about the riffraff on your side of the beach. Yeah. And he says this right in front of this girl, and as he's leaving after he just comes up and bullies Eddie, she's just, like, turning around on her blanket and giving him looks. Like, yeah, like, ooh, ooh, he called me riffraff. <laughs> <laughs> mm, I'll be your street rat. Oh, God! <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, so after that, we go back to, or not really back to, but we're, we're kicking over around at uh, Lifeguard headquarters. And uh, Mitch knows that it's going to be a super long day. And he's yeah. talking to uh, Craig. Craig's like, can't, I gotta, I gotta go be Superman. Or I gotta <laughs> go be Clark Kent today. I can't be Superman. Uh, <laughs> I'm on a really weird split shift. Yeah. Weird uh, lawyer but split he's, shift. But I don't get why he's there. Yeah. Oh, maybe he came in to work out. Because oh, there is, yeah, like, the gym true. there, There's and they the have the facility, so he probably came in early in the morning to work out, that as, makes like, sense. other fucking weirdos do. Yeah, because he is just showering. Yeah. So. Because I was thinking about, like, you can't, you, like, does he just really hate his shower at home? <laughs> like, it's, it's like, you don't understand, Mitch, we can't have all of my hair and all of Gina's hair going down the drain. <laughs> it just can't. The landlord said never again. <laughs> like, she does have a lot of hair. Oh my god, she has so much hair. It's great. It is yeah. beautiful. I love her hair. But uh, he he's talking about uh, how... Uh, what the fuck is that guy's name? Steve. St- Steve. Yeah, Steve. <laughs> Steve showed up. So he's talking about how Steve showed up. And of course, they all knew each other. Yeah. And <laughs> what the fuck does Craig say? Because he says it twice. Yeah. His first two lines in this episode are the exact <laughs> same, same line. line. He's like, and that he sounds says like the Steve same or way. good old Steve or something I, like that. It, yeah, the good old Steve or whatever it is. Same old Barracuda. Yep. Something's going on. Same old Barracuda. Yeah. But I I was making a note, so when he said it the second time, I thought the episode glitched ah. and, like, went back. I was like, oh, no. No. He just said the same thing. Um, yeah, I made a, I made a note about their fucking dumbass nicknames again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah. Barracuda. An animal. Mm-hmm. We never find out if Craig had a weird nickname. Oh, he, uh, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I guess maybe he just was the one who's, like, not lame, but he's the one where they're just like, well, I don't know, Craig just describes him enough already. Uh, <laughs> he has no special traits. <laughs> oh, this is where we get to the point where they're talking about uh, Steve getting full custody of his kid, because I think that was another thing that, that made Mitch kind of be like, mm, I don't know. Oh, I didn't actually really think about what they were talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Is that, that's what it was? Yeah, he was like, oh, he has full custody of his kid. And I was like, that does seem a little odd because then Mitch was like, well, I can't get that with Hobie and I don't think I'm going to get to see oh, him that often. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what they were talking about. Yeah. Right. So, that comes up. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, and uh, so... After that, we we see our disheveled 
possible criminal possible yes. good guy red herring of the episode uh, <laughs> is out uh, and around and I don't remember is this where I know he's at the phone booth but is this where he finds he finds the car I don't think so yet no okay no, it's a little later he is driving around though oh oh what did he rip out of the phone book then was he looking up Mitch oh he must have been looking up Mitch's place because that, uh, that yeah okay the, mm. that, spoiler alert Dude kidnapped his son, and this is a fucking... Yes. <laughs> it's, uh, we're dancing around it, and it's so... I'm pretty sure even just... It's so fucking obvious. Like, it's so immediately obvious that it's not like he's in trouble with the mob or something. It it's it, it seems like it's going to be a bait and switch. I do feel a little bit like a, like a little bab right now, because it was not obvious to me that this guy kidnapped his kid. It just didn't occur to me at uh, all. I have seen it before, so my I, thought brain, maybe, I, I, I wasn't like right. sure, but my brain was thinking about it, So yeah. and I have seen it before, so I'll give you that. That's fair. But, I just uh, thought maybe something happened to this guy's wife, and the, and she was in trouble with this dude or something, so uh, I was like, okay. I don't know, maybe he was looking for the kid, I had no idea. Anyway. But, no. uh, so, uh, presuming the, the mom of the kid was like he might try to go to his friend's place in California yeah. and so that's how he looks him up but he does the thing that I see in so many movies and so many shows that I don't know if anyone ever did and that's rip the page out of the phone book yeah that's weird <laughs> as a he's like a private investigator he doesn't have a pen and paper in right? his fucking car <laughs> for real yeah. I don't look I never did that I'm old enough to have used a phone book. I never ripped a page out of it. it I'm old enough to have used a phone book, too. I remember uh, the phone books that they would have at the at the phone booths where it would be inside the giant plastic oh, yes. case. Yeah. <laughs> that would be all fucked up as well. Because it would have a slot to go back and be hanging from a chain, but it was always hanging down and yeah. open and fluttering in the wind <laughs> and shit. Getting rained on. Yeah. But uh, I also don't ever remember... I mean, I guess I didn't thumb through the, the, <laughs> the, the yellow pages uh, at a fucking phone booth, but I don't really ever remember them being vandalized in that way. I don't remember pages being ripped out of yeah. them. I remember them being, yeah, like, they dried from being wet and they were yeah. a little fucked up or it would be, like, stuck, to, it'd be, it'd be stuck together because there was a really hot pizza ad in there yeah. and someone <laughs> couldn't help themselves. Like, it just... <laughs> God. I was trying to think of a business that would have like a sexy lady on it, but back in the late '80s, early '90s, <laughs> everything just had a sexy lady on it. It's true. Like there'd be, it'd be a pizza place, but it's just, uh, and especially California, <laughs> it's like we sell pizza, pizza on the beach, and it's a woman in a bikini. Like she doesn't have the pizza in her mouth, but her mouth is like gaping open, ready to accept <laughs> the pizza slice, like <laughs> shit like that, and just so fucking like people there seeing that just can't help themselves back then. Because there's fucking no internet porn. Yeah. So you gotta jerk off to the pizza ad with the woman with her mouth agape. <laughs> you just replace the, the, the pizza with your dick. That's why she's not biting it yet. I'm horrified. <laughs> Thank you for this insight into the 80s male mind. I don't know. <laughs> well, to, I'll, I'll only say this because I know it's been said on multiple podcasts oh, that yes. aren't associated with each other. But in my day, you used to go looking in the woods for porn. <laughs> I'm still shocked. I've heard this said on multiple podcasts that don't know each other, so yeah. I don't feel like I'm stealing the joke. But it's you went looking in the woods for porn. Yeah, <laughs> I, I remember how. I remember 
my parents like buying me like a horror movie magazine when I was like probably too young for it. There was like fucked up images from horror movies I I, I never saw. Okay, yeah. That were in it, but there was also these like pages of advertisements of like, oh, you can order uh, this movie and this and such mm, movie and stuff yes. like that. And they had tiny, tiny, like small, almost smaller than a stamp mm. pictures that were covers of the VHS tapes or, or even right. maybe sometimes smaller than that. And I remember one where it was like so small, the whatever skimpy bikini thing she might have had on ah. basically didn't register on the printer. Yes. So it looked like a naked woman on this tiny thing smaller than a stamp. And I like gingerly like ripped it out <laughs> and I and I hid it underneath it, like a baseboard. <laughs> That was underneath the kitchen table, and so we had, like, carpet everywhere. Yeah. So I could be, like, laying underneath the kitchen table on the carpet, looking at this tiny square of a naked woman <laughs> under the base, under the baseboards of our apartment. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't my... think you even needed to hide that. <laughs> I don't think anyone else would have found it. <laughs> you could have had it lying around your room and yeah. no one would get you in trouble for it. That's hilarious. I definitely remember like getting rid of it. <laughs> yes. As well. Like uh, the shame getting yes. to me and getting rid of it, but then like realizing I shouldn't have gotten rid of it and like trying <laughs> to find it again. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> I am dying over here. <laughs> All right. All this just because some guy ripped a page out of a phone book. Yes, really. Okay. Oh God. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> what happens next? Uh, I don't know what that guy is. He's a coordinator of lifeguards, and I always forget his name. And he's on the phone oh, trying to yeah, decide buddy on the phones. Yeah, I also don't remember his name. I feel like yeah. it doesn't. They don't say his name every episode. Yeah, like the like when Thorpe is in an episode, it's like they say his name all the fucking time. Yeah. Uh, but that guy, I feel like they don't ever really say his name. He's just the dude on the... He's, he's on the switchboard. Yeah. Switchboard thing. guy. So he's assigning people to their towers. And he's like... Sort of says in a way that Mitch can overhear. He's like, oh, it looks like it's going to be rookie day on this section of the beach. And Mitch is like, oh, no, it's not. Yeah. Don't you dare do that. <laughs> yeah. Which is funny to me because this guy was just accepting that the assignments were bad. <laughs> yeah. Because Mitch comes in and goes, double up, put uh, fucking all the veterans, like put five veterans on either side of some big pier. Yeah. And it's like, it, they're clearly not pulling people out of fucking thin air. That guy could have like been like, hey, we need to just quickly reassign this because people are going to die. Yeah. Because he's, he's really reserved to it. He's just going on about how, oh, they're... These people, they don't know what they don't know what they're getting into out there. They, they might drown, and it's just newbies trying to save them. <laughs> so the fact that they're able to just change it with just saying it and not doing any official thing yeah. is ridiculous. That's banana. Uh, but we did get a good line from him where he calls him lieutenant. He calls Mitch lieutenant and sir. Yes. And he's like, "Don't call me lieutenant or sir." Yeah, and especially don't call me sir. Yeah. So the guy's like, you got it, babe, as he's walking away. <laughs> Which was pretty good. I loved it. Yeah. Uh, and I think that we hear then, I don't know if Mitch and this guy are talking about it or if it's on the radio, but like, I think it's on the radio. There is so many people using air conditioning that there's power outages, like rolling power outages yeah. happening in Which the city. Which I think is a real thing. It is, yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it draws so much. Yeah. So they're having power outages and people are flocking to the beach. So yes, uh, many people coming to the beach. 
uh, it's super hot out. Yeah. It's like 104 degrees yeah, in the valley nice. or something like that. And, yeah. And nasty everywhere. And so everyone's like, well, let's go sit elbow to elbow on the beach. This will really, this will <laughs> really help. In the beating sun. Yeah. It's going to be great. I get getting in the water cools you off, but most of them are just there on the beach. Yeah. You figure, like, at least some of these people go, you know what? I'm just going to go to the bank and act like I'm going to open an account. <laughs> Just hang around just for a go, while. Just go to the bank and tell them you have an appointment at a certain time. You're just early and hang yeah. out for two hours. <laughs> and then go to the next bank and do the same thing. Yeah. Just go around. Just finish the new John Grisham book and yeah. hang out in banks. Amazing. <laughs> I feel like it might have something to do with the wind coming off of the ocean. Oh, uh, that's true. Yeah. I, I haven't been to the, like, shouldn't say I haven't been to the beach in a while, but the last time I went to the beach, it was like a cloudy day. I sort of stopped by. Uh, I haven't been to the beach and sat on a towel or not mm. in the water in, in years. Oh, I haven't in, I think, two years, which is too bad. I really need to do that. Yeah, I've swam in a lake, but I haven't gone to the ocean. Yeah. I haven't swam in the ocean in a long time. Uh, so next we go to Craig being a lawyer. Ah, uh, <laughs> yes. It's weird seeing him in a suit. <laughs> yeah, I'm not used to that. Like, even even when he's not just wearing his trunks, like, he'll usually be in, like, a t-shirt and a pair of shorts or something. Yeah, or, like, a button-up. Just, like, yeah. regular man clothes from the time. Yeah. A, a white button-up with, like, really thin stripes. <laughs> yes. Uh, the suit is not bad on him, though. It's quite nice. Oh, thank God, because we're not in the weird suits are way too big for you phase oh, of the yes. 90s it's still the 80s suits are still like fitted um yeah. so it actually doesn't yeah it actually doesn't look bad on them uh, especially for somebody with like an awkwardly sized head to hair ratio yes where you think like it, vacuum sealing them into a skin tight suit would just like emphasize that he'd be like a fucking brat doll rose rude but yeah he's sitting in his office kind of minding his own business and i guess his boss walks in? His boss walks in because his uh, most recent client doesn't want to pay the billing that he just got because he yeah. saw him lifeguarding. And he says something like, the uh, the client doesn't want to pay you $200 an hour when the state gets you for 12 Yeah. And Craig's like, twelve fifty. <laughs> Which I think in 1989 was pretty good because I remember in 2008 making 12 something yeah. working for the city. And I was like... You know, my rent was, like, super cheap. Mm. Uh, I think I only had, like, a couple hundred dollars of rent. I did have a roommate. Yeah. Uh, I bought an iPod, like, on a whim. Like, <laughs> life was good. <laughs> I remember those days. But, yeah. So, this this guy is mad. His boss is mad. He's like, you can't keep being a lifeguard. You have to choose. Mitch is like, well, why does it matter what I do in my spare Craig. time? Sorry, yes, Craig. Craig is like, why does it matter what I do in my spare time? And his boss is like, you don't have any spare time. Yeah, if I don't get you seven days a week, I don't want you here. I yeah. That's pretty much exactly what he says to him. He definitely says he wants him like seven days a week. Yeah, that's a which lot. Is, yeah, it's insane. It's just one of those weird work mentalities. Yeah. Because, you know, Craig's not like a partner in the law firm, so he's just somebody who's busting his ass for these guys that yeah. don't do as much work anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so True. they need someone they need someone like Craig to be a slave for them. Yep. Uh, so this is uh this creates our uh our B plot. If our A plot is uh, uh Steve and his son showing up on the, the doorstep of Mitch Buchanan, then our B plot is Craig uh struggling with whether or not he's going to quit being a lawyer or quit being a lifeguard. Yeah. And what a struggle it is. <laughs> <clears throat> I think we cut then to the unsupervised, like the mass unsupervised children on the beach of the 80s. 
We do. Uh, one thing I did want to say when they said the client, the, their client was refusing to pay the $6,000, oh, I was yes. like, is the client Trump? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, so, sorry, what were you saying? Uh, we, are, we are introduced to the, the uh, one of the kids from sort of the A-plot. Yeah, from the A-plot. Uh, who's being a jerk on the beach. Oh, it's throwing he's, sand, he's throwing on, wet sand on the sunbathers. Yeah, <laughs> get a nice slap going. Get a like, 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 a, like a flat like patty of it in your hand. Just whap. <laughs> I feel like that. I mean, maybe that's what he was doing. But God, the the thing that happens to him after that, like, is a disproportionately small. I think his mom is just like, "Ugh, go find something to do and don't get in trouble." Yeah, just like. Go away! Yeah, I've got porn to read, kid. Oh you yeah, need to really? Fuck off. <laughs> so he does that. We see that uh, uh, Hobie, Steve, and Steve's kid. Yeah. What the fuck is Steve's kid's name? Mike. Mike. Okay, I was gonna say because yes. they say his name a shitload. They when... do. <laughs> They've all gone to the beach. Uh, Steve and Hobie are gonna go swimming, but uh, Mike is uh, intimidated by the the water. Yeah. And so a man who is clearly on the run. With his kid, just leaves him alone on a yeah. fucking crowded at a crowded beach. <laughs> yeah, just gonna go play in the water, have yeah. fun here by yourself yeah. while someone's looking for yeah. us. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go pretend to be a better dad to my friend's kid. Fuck you. Ah! <laughs> Amazing. Uh, so jerk kid. Uh, what the fuck is his name? I don't know. Billy or something like that. Ricky? It's Ricky. Ricky. Yeah. yeah. I knew it had a Y in the end of it. Yeah. So Ricky shows up and he, and he's like, well, I think it, I think before Steve left, he said, don't talk to strangers. Yeah. So when Ricky shows up, he's clearly heard this somehow. Yes. And, and makes a crack about it. Yeah. He's like, don't talk to strangers. What's your name, kid? Or something yeah. like that. Oh, no, he doesn't even, he just steals his sandwich. No, he says he that. He does say he says, don't talk he says to strangers, it. but then he fucking steals his yeah, kid's he, sandwich. He goes, oh, bologna, thanks, and just yeah, picks it up just and starts eats eating it. it. Like, classic fucking flat-ass Wonder Bread-looking sandwich. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this kid comes up like he's part of a fucking uh, 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 Jeffrey Epstein fucking, like, island thing. Like, he's the kid who lures in the uh, other kids. Ah, uh, yes, When he comes up, like, child. doing this shit, like... Oh, fucking stranger danger. Pfft, fuck that shit, man. Oh, let's have a let's do shit that's fun. Yeah, let's do bad stuff. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah. "What's your name?" And he goes, "Mike." He goes, "Oh, Mikey, you look like a Mikey." Mikey's like, "You look like a jerk." And is he ever right? Oh, oh my god, this kid is a He's jerk. He's a huge fucking jerk. Uh, he. He's gaming the system. He's just really... Well, he knows his mom's not going to do shit about it. Yeah, obviously. So, And no one's going to, like, beat him up if he just fucks with people that are, like, way older than him. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. They run off and do weird kid stuff. Yeah, they, like, break into a construction site. It's they, bananas. Uh, they, like, crush people's uh, sandcastles. Yeah. But especially when they, I mean, it's, it's just a montage of them, yeah, like, running around, like, different boardwalk places in, like, fucking Santa Monica or whatever. Uh, but especially when they go to the construction site, it oh, started God. to feel like one of those PSAs that has happy music on it, but then one of the kids gets electrocuted yes. and dies, and it turns into a really dark, serious PSA. <laughs> it really had that thing going on for us. I was like, one of these kids is going to bite it. Neither one's Hobie. Yeah. Like, one of these kids might just <laughs> fucking die, and then, like, Hobie will be sad, and that yeah. will be the lesson. Like. 
yeah, that was, um, when they were on the construction site, like, stuff was happening. Vehicles were driving by, like, construction vehicles were driving by, and no one was stopping them. They were, like, hosing down a tractor or something. I couldn't tell. I don't know. They were hosing something down, but yeah, shouldn't have been and, there. And the song that was playing was, it's not the original song that was, uh there no uh it's a song that was made for a dvd release and it is awful it's <laughs> so bad it's, it's one of those songs that's super on the nose it, it's basically narrating what they're doing yes and it's just a song that's like uh, talking about how much fun it is to get into trouble yeah as they're like going around being absolute dickheads it's such a crazy contrast of like how much fun they're having but they're actually just ruining a bunch of people's days yes. and putting themselves in, in danger. So much danger. And they have, like, at one point in this montage, they have these little ices, I guess. I don't know. Snow cones. Hmm. But neither of them look like kids who have any money. You know? I, I guess, guess so. they might have I mean, had an they allowance. They might have just had some, it's like, well, I mean, the mom especially wanted that kid to fuck off, so she probably true. gave, like, here... Somebody around here will sell you ice cream. Yes. <laughs> if they don't away. sell it to you, <laughs> run away. But <laughs> Amazing. We go back to Baywatch headquarters. Yeah. And we see that there are a shitload of missing kids. Yeah. Uh, so there's kids running all around. They're destroying the place. Um, Jill is desperately trying to, like, get information from somebody on a phone who's just like... Oh, giving yeah. her like bullshit, like not even give. She doesn't. It, they don't give her the kid's name. Yeah, they call him Spider Man. Yeah. Well, okay. So she, they're like, okay, yeah, like blue shorts, red shirt. Does the kid have a name? And we don't hear the other side of this conversation unless she repeats it, and then she's yeah. like Spider Man. Yeah. I can't tell if that person was like fucking with her or actually said that, or if they like didn't know what to say. Yeah. I feel weird. like we're lost. In this conversation, because yeah. it almost seems like she's making fun of the person on the other side because they're in the kids in blue and red. Is oh. the kid's name Spider Man? Like the person didn't tell her yet. <laughs> but they, we don't, we aren't privy to that information. It's so true. it just sounds like this other person playing a prank or, it or does. being really like, like, what? Blue shorts, red shirt, not good enough for you? Find my child. <laughs> <laughs> Find Spider Man. Yeah. Uh. Send me pictures of him. Oh, God. <laughs> then make his, take his shirt off and send me pictures of those, too. <laughs> All right, J. Jonah Jameson. Um, yeah, the, that, I think, is when she mentions that there are 50 lost children. So far. So far, and it's still the morning. 50. Uh, yeah, the unsupervised kids of the 80s. It is a wonder that any of us ever survived. Well, they had to make commercials to remind your parents that you weren't home. Yes. <laughs> so I always loved, I love the Simpsons thing where that commercial plays. And it's just like, for the last, I told you last night, no. <laughs> um, I do not know this commercial. Oh, so that's like, it's, it's 10, it's 10 PM. Do you know where your children are? Oh, yes. <laughs> I don't know. Stop asking me. <clears throat> so uh, I believe Steve shows up here during this uh, craziness. He does. And uh, complains that they're not doing enough to help him find his kid, who he also lost. Yeah, and uh, who he did call into the tower. He did. And Mitch is just really, like, I don't want to say dismissive. He's trying to get him to calm down because he's got way too much shit to deal with anyway. Yes. But it is funny how he's just like, look, kids go missing every single day. 
as far as I know, we found them all. Yeah, <laughs> as far as really, I know. He really Whoop. doesn't, like, put any stake in the fact that there could have been kids that just never came back. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Maybe his particular beach has a good reputation for finding all the kids that get lost. Yeah. But, yeah. So, we do uh, pop over to where uh, Ricky and Mike Mikey, yeah. uh, happen to be, and they've... Uh, found uh, the place that all children want to go play oh in, a, in a runoff, a storm drain runoff that goes directly into the beach, which is really strange to me that that would be like that. Really? Yeah. It's, it, I mean... Well, I just feel like they wouldn't let people swim so close to something that is going to have gross city water uh, pouring through it. There's no filtration system or anything. It's That's just true. emptying out into the ocean. But I don't know if they can put it anywhere better. Like, if they put it farther up the beach, then it's just, like, water all over the beach. If they put it closer into the ocean, then it's getting pounded by the waves, you know? Well, no, I meant, like, the, it's not that it's at the beach, which I... it, it It's that there's people swimming near it and in the water in front of yeah. it. I feel like that would be a no-no. <laughs> I feel like they would, like, put some rocks down, cove it off, and let it be. <laughs> I don't know. doesn't seem to work that way. But... Just like, just all like rainbow sh and shit because there's gasoline in oh, it and everything. God. Like, all real nasty. <laughs> just condoms and hypodermic needles and shit. This is like, this is. LA is still a toilet, but LA was certainly even more of a toilet at this time. So I can only fair. imagine. That's fair. I don't. Yeah, I don't know where the runoff starts. Oh well. Yeah. Either way, they were doing it. So yeah. the kids. Uh, decide to go inside and see what's going on in there. And as they go in, some maintenance guys show up because they're supposed to put a new lock on because yeah. kids kept going in there yep. and, and fucking around, apparently. So they uh, lock up the this uh, storm drain, which looks like a crazy bunker thing uh, it does. Like on the beach near the, near the surf. I Yeah, I don't actually know why kids wanted to go in it. It looks smelly and gross. Yeah. And there weren't even any clowns with balloons in there. And especially if you're hanging out on the beach, you're in, like, barefoot. But yeah. I feel like every, the sand in there will be slimy. Oh, like, there'd be, it like, just slimy. There'd be things that you don't want to touch you in there. Yeah, it's true. But they get locked in when they're somewhere or out of sight, I guess. Yeah, they kind of go... There's sort of, like, a... It goes, it goes up a bit and then goes down, and so they sort of yeah. go over the crest of that, and when the guys come up, they lock the door. And uh, so that's not good. No. Our friends are locked inside. We, <laughs> we now pop back over to to the, the silent movie that is Eddie oh, uh, face-flirting, I guess, with this woman <laughs> who is uh, posted up in, in front of his lifeguard tower. But the look on his face... When he comes back up uh, to his tower and he's looking at her, is in, in so much distress. He looks like they're making eye contact. She's smiling uh -huh. and just shitting in her bikini. <laughs> like he looks like he's like try like he's like trying not to make her feel bad about it, but is like feels uncomfortable yes. and is just upset. So there's like kind of this distress in his eyes and like this flat kind of like half smile going on right? like she's just shitting <laughs> and shit is coming out around the edges of her bikini as she just makes <laughs> eye contact and smiles at him <laughs> I literally wrote down he looks upset like she's shitting <laughs> I don't know why I didn't notice that face and he continues to make it he continues to make it every time he sees her he's yeah. just like 
oh, am I hallucinating that she's shitting? You better not say anything. She might think I'm crazy if I go up and tell her that she's shitting everywhere. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, we uh, pop back in with our possible criminal, obviously not, we spoiled it, private investigator, yeah. who sees our, our garish red station wagon oh, yes. outside of Mitch's house. Uh, and and checks the plates on it because he's seen so many other red station wagons <laughs> right? on his journeys. Ah, oh, yes, Ski Utah. This is definitely the one. <laughs> Could have been anybody, but it's this one. Yeah, I, interesting. I, I guess I didn't notice the phone book thing before, but that must have been what was happening, that he knew he's, he was going to be at this place. So he found him. So we jump back over to Steve, Steve. who's uh, scouring the beach looking for his kid. And he does the fucking, the weird, like, face-off thing where he sees a kid that kind of looks like his and has a fucking meltdown about it. Oh, yeah. And he's just, <laughs> I, love the, I love this shot. Because so we're, with the camera's in front of the kid, so the kid's walking towards the camera, not a care in the world, just traipsing into the ocean yep. uh, with a big smile on his face. And this full-grown man <laughs> is sprinting up behind him. Yelling, Mike! Mike! Just sprinting up behind him and then fucking like grabs onto him like in a really distressing way. Like yes. he doesn't like try to turn him around or get ahead of him and look him in the eyes. Yeah. He's just like envelops him, like grabs onto him. Yeah. So this, the kid is just, uh, goes into full panic mode immediately. He's trying to tell him he's like, not Mike. Yeah. He's like, oh, get the fuck off of me. Yeah. And this guy's dad comes over and starts drowning yes. Steve. They're like, not even really fighting. It's sort of a fight. He's like, trying to, he's like, wait, I'll explain. And then he's just literally holding him under the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> My God. Which is fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, like you, you beat him up or drag him up on the beach, but like, you can't just drown somebody. No, <laughs> like, especially like all y'all are in your unsupervised kids. And then finally somebody does something that you think is happening, right? Like he actually thinks this guy's trying to kidnap his kid or some yeah. shit. And then he fucking freaks out. Like, well, you weren't afraid before. Yeah, no, yeah. No time to stop and think about it. Let's yeah. just immediately go to murder. <laughs> yeah, really. Oh, uh, I think a little bit before this, which is how we get to this point. Uh, oh, the, the Mitch, private investigator shows up. At yeah, Mitch's place. Yeah, Mitch's office. Yeah, and he's trying to get Mitch's attention, and like all of these other like emergencies are happening and Mitch is like yeah I'll talk to you later and the guy's like well you could talk to me later but you're basically an accessory to kidnapping and then Mitch is like aha does not have full custody of his kid got it yeah because he also he also has like that picture and I it's so funny because you don't see pictures that look like this anymore but he's got like a developed yes he's got like the developed 8x5 or whatever it's just like the normal sized picture people used to get developed yeah and it's just Steve like standing in a driveway with his hands in his pockets with like the, <laughs> the, the nighttime so there's like a huge flash yep. on him just like and he's not even really smiling he's just sort of there like someone just like it's like oh I got this camera today or I got this disposable like yeah. psh, like let's snap off a photo just you just don't get those anymore because like everyone's camera's fucking phenomenal and yeah. will do a lot of things automatically for you I mean there's still people that take bad photos but it's true but. At that just, point, you didn't know it was a bad photo until it was developed, and then you had it. And you're yes, like, well, oh, I have so that's many the of photo those. Photo I have yeah. of that guy. <laughs> yeah. 
So back over to uh, Steve getting drowned. Yeah. Uh, both Trevor and Eddie are in the area, so they come rushing over and kind of break up the fight. And Eddie takes the uh, Eddie takes Steve away. Yeah. Trevor sort of shoes the other guy. Yeah. Well, I think the other people are at the they're at the resort is why. Uh, so yeah. Trevor deals with the guys from the resort, and Eddie takes uh, takes Steve sense. away. And he's trying to be like, like, what the fuck were you thinking? Yeah. Because <laughs> he's, oh yeah, because the da- that dad is there. Yeah. And he says, he's like, I thought it was my kid. Why didn't you say so? You were fucking drowning. You were drowning. <laughs> I had water in my mouth. Thank you. <laughs> and your hands around my neck. Yeah. It's great. Uh, Mitch also shows up. And I, uh, I love this so much. This was one of the ones that stood out for me of just like the one take ah, yes. uh, shots that are in this episode. Because Mitch shows up and him and Steve are just like, oh, it, it's you. And Eddie goes, oh, you two already know each other. I'll be going now. Yeah, and, just, just, and just is gone, just walks off the screen <laughs> and doesn't come back at all. It's not sarcastic. It's just, oh, you two already know each other. I'll be going. Yeah. <laughs> My home planet needs me. And he just walked off. Yep. Uh, somewhere in here, Craig's wife is in his truck, and she apparently hates the beach. But she has showed up to hang out in his truck and talk to him. Yes, because she wants to. She wants to ease his conscience about what he's going to do uh, going forward with whether or not he will be a lifeguard or a lawyer. Yeah, so I, thought, I, I I think we did skip over that. That Craig. Uh, took the day off and decided to go back to the beach to do his thinking because yeah. Gina was like, oh, that should tell you something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so this B-plot where you mentioned before is mostly just someone talking to himself. It's mostly just Craig having conversations with other people about something that is not what's actually bothering him, but injecting what's bothering him into the conversation and getting really riled up about it. Yeah. Um, And we know what's going on with him, but the people he's talking to are like, why is... Craig being so weird today. <laughs> yeah, there's a whole there's a part where Mitch is just on the phone, not talking to Craig, and yeah. he's like talking to somebody else, but looking at Craig as Craig essentially talks to himself. Yes, and in this pretend conversation with Mitch to, to in order to like process his own thoughts, yeah, and then still doesn't. <laughs> yeah, so Gina, Craig's wife, shows up in his truck, and she's like, "Why don't you just work for yourself? Like, just work for yourself, then you can have all the things." Whose wife? Craig's Did I say, wife. oh, did I call her Mitch's wife again? No. Oh, good. I'm making fun of your joke from the first episode. <laughs> no, it was a terrible joke. <laughs> um, so she's like, you know, fucking quit your job and yeah. start your own practice. He's still not totally sure, but they do make out about it. Yes, they do. Uh, <laughs> and then she goes home because she hates the beach. Uh, and then, yes, she does. <laughs> so we get a few shots of uh, uh, Ricky and Mike in the fucking storm drain thing mm. where they're like banging on this. It's like a grated door yeah. that they're like shaking and they're calling out for help. And, and sometimes like at one point a guy swims by, but he can't hear them. So no one can hear them in there right. as waves are crashing in on them. And this is the beginning of these two kids just getting waterboarded yeah. <laughs> for the rest of the episode. In a drain. I'm pretty sure those kids were actually in there because it shows when they like turn around to go further into the drain because the tide's coming and it yeah. shows it and the tide is like crashing into that door. Yeah. So it would have been crashing into those two kids that had to like stand there and scream for help. <laughs> it was, I think by the end of it, it was crashing into them because they were getting mouthfuls of water and that's when they yeah. decided to go deeper in. 
So, like, they are actually in there. But I mean, like, it there. wasn't a special effect. Yeah. You know? Like, they're actually doing that. Yes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they are. I couldn't find anything. I looked on the internet for for uh, information oh, com- on confirmation. that. Oh, no. If they, no. It, they, they scrubbed that from their records. Ah. NBC was like, get rid of the original footage. <laughs> get rid of anything that proves we did that. <laughs> we're not, we're, we're not going to be associated with child endangerment. Not again. <laughs> not again. Um, God. So, uh, before we get into what is the dumbest, craziest, most reckless plan to find our missing children of the day, uh, we're going to take a quick little break, uh, and we will be right back. All right, we are back Woo. and ready to put into uh, action the worst fucking plan imaginable. Oh, boy. And that is to take all of the junior lifeguards, give them pictures of our two missing boys, uh, Mike and Ricky, yep. and tell them to go to all the places we tell you not to go to. And they're yeah. all they're all super pumped, like they're getting shore leave. Oh, yeah. Like, in a, in a <laughs> and shit. They're super excited because they are now allowed to go to all the places they're not supposed to go, and they're still somehow unsupervised. Oh, yeah, they just, they're like, okay, I know how we're going to find these two kids. Let's just set, let's let a bunch of other kids loose. Yeah. And then they'll end up just, by virtue of child culture, (laughs) they'll just come back with more kids than we sent out. It's it's inevitable. More kids will, will come back. Like, someone will ask someone to come over for dinner. It's just inevitable, but we'll have more than we started with if we just send them out, just like, just, just cast a wide net. Yeah. It's bananas. Uh, and <laughs> we then go into a montage of the kids, just as we said, everywhere by themselves. Yeah. <laughs> Some just, of them look like they're five. It just seems like we're going to start seeing all of these kids fall to other fall victim to other things that are trying to prey upon them and they're like these kids will be dead somewhere too and it's like well they told us not to go to the crack house like just like two of the kids like standing in amongst a bunch of people like coming down with needles sticking out of their arms like looking around with their hands on their chin and then they look at each other and shake their head like nope definitely not here <laughs> not here <laughs> Uh, I think the closest we get to that is two kids, uh, they walk by uh, an adult bookstore Yes. Uh, that's clearly just a fucking shitty prop door made by somebody because it's just like a white door with shit, triple tri- X painted yeah, on it and stuff. Yeah, X, do not oh, enter. Vin Diesel's in there. <laughs> Vin Diesel, God. Uh, <laughs> and so the kids like look at it, shake their head no, leave, and we see a couple other kids doing going to other places and yeah. not finding the kids. And then we get do get a great shot of those two kids r- sprinting back to the door and going inside the going inside the adult bookstore and and promptly getting kicked out hilarious uh and so we uh we see our our, our, uh the the fate uh the current fate of mike and ricky which is that they are um they've traveled further into this uh storm drain thing and Mm -hmm. and they think they see light and it's because there's a sort of a collect a collection area uh where there's um, uh, a, a, a drain, like a grate, like yeah. above them, up up near the beach, and so they're in this like kind of continuously filling up like a <laughs> uh, uh, square room. Yeah, and they so the water every time the waves come, it like throws more water like down this chute. But there's only one place that the water's landing. It's sort of just coming through this tube every once in a while. And they never move from that spot. Yeah, so they keep getting rained on and, like, sputtering and drowning. And and they won't move to the wall 
away from it. Yeah, even just move a couple feet out of the way. They just yeah. continuously stay underneath this waterfall, or this, like, not continuous waterfall. I, I did write down, stop wa- waterboarding the child. <laughs> stop waterboarding the child. Because <laughs> they really do just get brutalized this whole episode. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm certain neither of these kids wanted to work again after this. <laughs> it was it looked look awful. That up. It's hilarious. Um... <laughs> Hobie has gone to a bunch of the places that these kids were. Yeah, he was at the construction site yeah. and a few others. He seems to be the only one hot on the trail. Yeah, and then he ends up at Shawnee's Tower, which is the closest to that to that door that the... The storm uh, drain, like the weird bunker thing on the yeah. beach that the kids went into. And so they, they come to their conclusion that uh, the, when the maintenance man locked it, it's like well, that they must be in there. Yeah. Uh, so they call for uh mitch and craig uh, and they go check that drain and they're able to start talking to them through it yeah uh and hobie stays there to to keep them calm but he mostly just yells at them to kick their legs <laughs> he never tells them to get the fuck out of the way of right? the, the water that's continuously trying to kill them yeah uh i think that they're staying underneath that drain so that they can see people up up through the grate I guess so, but they clearly can hear them. Yeah. So I don't, they're panicking. I don't know. It's stupid. Yeah. They're kids. This episode is just absolute birth control. For, I can't. It's. <laughs> oh yeah, there was a, there was a, a thing we missed where the, the the kids are like tearing stuff apart at the at, at the station. Yeah. And and then the power goes out, and then when the generator comes back on, they're informed that the AC won't be on because it doesn't run when the when the generators are on. So yep. they're dealing with a bunch of children, and it's all hot and sweaty and awful. The kids are, like, throwing their supplies around. It's bananas. Yeah, they. I don't know what they ripped apart. They seem to have, like, a giant pile of feathers. Oh, or, it was cotton or, balls. It was, oh, they ripped up the medical yeah. supplies and had, a, yeah, a mountain of yes. cotton balls. And they were stuck to the kids, too. They were so sweaty, these cotton balls were stuck to them. It was gross. <laughs> That's fucking awful. So, uh, Craig and uh, Mitch... Uh, decide to drive around because they they like drive around into the LA River and try to find another way in because yeah. they, they don't want to go in the way that the waves are coming. Despite the fact that the tide isn't that high, like the door still isn't even covered. They could go like with bolt cutters and cut the lock off and go in that way. There just would be water coming up behind them every once in a while. But they're both like six feet tall. Yeah, I'm sure they'd be fine. But instead, no, they they find another way around. Uh, we have, like, a work crew that's trying to lift up the slab that the uh, uh, the, grate the grate is in. Is and because Jill won't let them use, like, a, a cutting tool because the sparks will rain down on them. And it's like, well, Turns they're getting wet right. every five seconds. Yeah, I'm sure they'll be okay. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, the, lifting the slab doesn't work. They keep trying to cut it out. Uh, Mitch and Craig... Uh, well, Craig is still having a crisis of conscience about what he wants to do. Yes. Uh, because... It now his whole turning point is that he's not going to be allowed to keep his locker if he gives up lifeguarding. Yeah, uh, and he keeps trying to negotiate to keep his locker for no. I don't understand why. Maybe it's because there's a workout place there. He feels nostalgic towards it, but he keeps yeah. asking, "Well, what if I do this? Then can I keep my locker? Yeah, if I donate money to some lifeguard charity that he knew by name?" Yes. And, and Mitch is just like, "I'll give you a nice plaque, but I won't let you keep your locker." Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> And he's so distressed about it. 
Oh, one thing we did uh, forget to mention was when they first show up to the entrance in the L.A. River. Yes. Because uh, you had pointed out that oh, it God. looks like there's rocks everywhere. It's not. It's trash. Mostly like fast food cups. It is horrible. And both Craig and, and Mitch are in fucking flip-flops. So they're, they're just like walking it. around and the fucking, the, their toes are going into these discarded ugh. cups. And it's just, ugh. But uh, and then they also get mystery attacked. Oh yes, where there's like some sound and Mitch is just like oh no oh, and like pointing a flashlight down and Craig reacts to it too. But they never show or say what it was. No, it squelches <laughs> and I'm like, was it a creature that's that they stepped on? Was it like uh, I don't know some trash that emitted a bad smell? Was it what was it? Yeah, what was it? <laughs> we never find out and it's not fair. Yeah, so. They uh, uh, do eventually find a way. They f- they find their way to them. There's yeah. another grate in the way, which uh, apparently isn't screwed on, and they're able to just <laughs> smash it out with the the fucking like floating can thing that they save people with. And then Mitch just kicks it off with his bare feet, yes. which I'm sure would not feel good. No. Uh, they they jump in. They save the the children, and uh, the, the guys child. finish cutting in and 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 pull everybody up. And it's all happy. Uh, it is. But it's really weird because uh, Steve is there and they give Mike back to Steve and he's just like, all right, time to go home. As if he's not wanted in multiple states at this point for kidnapping his own child. Because Mitch gets real snarky with the private investigator like, oh, guess guess you're out of the job now. And the guy's like, yeah, I guess I am. Like, what the fuck is that ending? He's just running off with his kid again. He's like, yep. I promise I'm going home. Like, and next shots him, like, driving over the border to Mexico. With <laughs> <laughs> his fingers crossed behind his back. Yeah. yeah like, they're just going to trust him to take his kid back to his ex-wife. That's bananas. Yeah. Um, and was there any other little scene tacked on, or did it just end? Well, Eddie. Uh, uh, oh, right, yes. The, we, we, we finish off with, well, Craig decides that he's going to start his own practice. Yes, thank goodness. Uh, and stay at Baywatch. Yes. So that way he will be able to work with people, not corporations, as Gina had said. Yeah. Um, and and also do what he loves more, which is to be on the beach and being a lifeguard. Yes. However, that lifeguarding job would not pay for the crazy apartment. Anyway. Which is or- weird that they're paying for that apartment to mm-hmm. live on the beach when... Mitch owns a house and does the same job. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> and he and, and he was a lawyer who could have bought a house before that. Yeah. Because Mitch owns a house on the beach. Yeah. So why is he so obsessed with hanging on to this apartment that's like, I guess because they're hipsters. I guess. Is it an apartment or is it a condo? No, it's an apartment because they okay. talk about their landlord. Right. In, the, in, in, in another episode. Right, right. Uh, but then, yeah, Eddie finally, finally gets down to this girl on the beach who that he's been eyeballing all day and actually speaks to her with his voice. Oh, yeah. He, sa- he says that she was his best customer. Yeah, which is weird. And wants to take her out to dinner. Yeah. And then Trevor, who, as we said, previously insulted this girl by referring to her as Riff Raff indirectly, yep. <laughs> comes over and is just like, oh, sorry, mate. She's already coming with me. And then she also has an Australian accent. Yep. And that's been the whole thing. I was, like, so sure she was going to be mute or blind or something was going to happen. Something else was going to happen. Or or she'd, like, speak in Swedish and then just traipse away or something like that. (laughs) Nope. She's going to run off with shitty old fucking Trevor. 
And, yeah. uh, and also be Australian. Yeah, really. Oh, I met an Australian on the beach in California. I guess I should go hang out with the Australian guy. Yeah. But yeah, poor Eddie. Sad Eddie. Yeah. So then it sort of just ends with Eddie dejected yep. on the beach. And that's it. Uh, a, a, a dumbass non-episode. Really, though? Because uh, I really feel like, uh, I mean, there's zero true payoff for him kidnapping his own kid. Yeah. You know, we have uh, Mitch and Craig kind of confronting him about it where they're like, well, we're going to need to get the cops involved. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, you know me. And they're like, well, level with us. And he literally just admits, I was only going to get to see him one weekend a month, so I kidnapped him and left. Yeah, like now you're never going to get to see yeah. your child again. <laughs> and if you don't go to jail, I will be amazed. Yeah, and the turning point is it doesn't feel like the turning point for this type of story. Yeah. It's not that beat. The like the story of uh the kid, you know, getting lost. It's kind of uh, um in the great outdoors. He's kind of negligent of his kids, but then when he has to like st- like kind of be their dad and save them mm-hmm. from being down in a fucking water thing, uh-huh. uh he does so and and wins them over. It's kind of like that, except he's rescued by other people, handed back to him and then for some just, reason, because he almost lost him on the beach, has this revelation that he should go back and not kidnap him? Yeah. But I don't understand that. Or I don't, like, maybe he gives up because clearly that private detective is just going to find him everywhere? I don't know. No, no, it's not that. It feels like they're trying to make it seem like... Like he learned his lesson. This changed his mind about having full custody, I guess. Yeah. Uh, It's really strange. Super weird. I don't get it. And then the stuff with... Eddie's fucking filler. Yeah. And the stuff with Craig kind of just happens along the way. So, yeah. yeah. Kind of a dumb non-episode. Uh, a mishmash of things. Not that much going, not much dialogue. It's mostly children getting waterboarded. Yeah, really. Like I said, birth control episode. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, there is one final other scene Ooh. that we forgot where uh, Craig is like, as long as we don't have another day like today, and then the radio oh, says, yes. "Oh, if you like today, tomorrow's gonna be even hotter. We're getting record heat waves. Everyone's going to the beach." And it ends on a fucking <laughs> classic freeze frame. Uh, so that's our true ending. Yep. So yeah, um, if you listen to us talk about it, you got all the major plot points. So you might not have to watch this one unless you're a purist like me and you're gonna watch all of them, even the <laughs> ones you hate, because <laughs> there's some doozies later on. Like, th- this is a pattern they repeat, because mm. um, as I've said before, like, as you go through, you start to recognize, oh, it's a this episode, or it's right. a this episode, and when, you know, there's the, ah, we need to make 24 of these, let's just throw some shit at the wall, and, and put a bunch of montages in it, and, and fill up time, like, that's, that's, that's the first one of these. I wonder if that means that we're going to get through all of my uh, science fiction show trope criteria. What is that? Well, there's always, mm-hmm. I mean, I doubt that it's going to happen in this show because it's mostly a realistic show-ish. There's, oh, just you wait. <laughs> there's always the three people switched bodies and have to switch back. There's always a time travel. Um, there's always a Groundhog Day. Mm-hmm. Oh, what were the other ones? I had some other ones. I should write that down at some point. You should. But I've got... I'll say we don't have a Groundhog Day and we don't have a body switching one. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well. <laughs> oh, oh, there's uh, there's always a... Everybody got trapped in somebody's dream. 
Uh, I'll say sort of. Okay. And maybe yes. Whew. I'm getting more excited to watch this show. I'm not lying. <laughs> well, I mean, it it just finds new sharks to jump. Okay. At at many different intervals, uh, especially when we get into, especially when we incorporate Baywatch Nights. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We get some weird stuff. Uh, Baywatch Hawaii sort of tries to to scale that back, mm-hmm. but then every once in a while we'll do something really fucking weird. <laughs> Uh, and then there's the the finale movie mm. that is completely fucking out to lunch. All right. So there it is. Uh, episode three of Baywatch Heat Wave. Uh, we will be back again because, as I have said before, there are many episodes. There are m- too many episodes. I think I said shitload. You did. Uh, it, there are shitloads of episodes. Uh, so we'll be back.